With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Future Brew Podcast here. And, you know, we have been a part of the SB Nation Maze of Brew Podcast Network for quite some time. Uh, we are going to be transitioning away from SB Nation Podcasts, and we will be transitioning to something that I'm really excited to discuss very quickly here. I'll bring in John Simmons in just a second, but uh, we we are going to be transitioning our podcast, as I've kind of alluded to, to a new podcast network. It is called Fan First Sports Network. And if you're subscribed to us at Maze of Brew Podcasts, we expect that you won't have to go out of your way to resubscribe to our podcast since our feed should be coming with us. So all you subscribers out there won't have to do anything to find us. It'll still pop up on your phone or tablet or however you uh, stream all of the Maze and Brew podcasts. So whether it's us out of the blue, the Brewcast, all your favorite Maze and Brew podcasts will now be a part of the Fan First Sports Network. We are going to be under the new name, of the Block M Podcast Network. So we still may plug our articles on Maze and Brew every now and then, but just to be completely transparent, uh, we are going to be under the umbrella of the Fan First Sports Network for podcasting. We'll still obviously have articles on Maze and Brew, but uh, moving forward, uh, we will be transitioning to Fan First Sports Network. If you're curious, just real quick, I'll, I'll give you a brief a short history of what FFSN is team of podcasters, formerly from the SB nation podcasts who have all been discontinued under the SB nation platform for cost saving efforts on their part. So uh, it seemed like a real interesting situation that we were put in at first, but now 
I really think of this as a brand new, unique, exciting opportunity with Fan First Sports Network since we're all former SB Nation podcasters. And uh, that's what we are at the Block M Podcast Network as well. So we're eager to get this started as we kind of work towards one common goal of creating the very best podcast for the fans by the fans. So that is kind of just a a, a quick synopsis of uh, what you should expect from us moving forward. And uh, with that, I bring in my co-host, John Simmons, to talk about some Michigan football recruiting this week, as we always do on the Future Proof Podcast. So, John, how are you doing this week, my friend? And I hope you haven't been impacted by the crazy weather that I have been in uh, Southeast Michigan over the past week. Finally got my power back today. It took six days for the lights to come back on, but uh, I am finally fully operational here, uh, as they say in Star Wars for the Death Star. So I'm I'm back to my normal routine here. John, uh, how are you doing, my friend? It's been a whole week. So what, what's been going on in your world? I'm good. I'm currently uh, at home with a snow day from work. So um, nice. I, I got the positives of the bad weather, but <laughs> still have power and everything, thankfully. So Definitely yeah. not as bad as you guys out there. Oh, man. yeah, It has been a struggle for us in Michigan, and we're going to be getting hit with some snow in the next couple days. So uh, fingers crossed that nothing else crazy happens with that. So with that, though, uh, let's let's shift gears to the football recruiting side of things that we always talk about here on the podcast. And the, I'll be quite honest with with you guys. Not really a whole lot has happened over the past week that has really stuck out to me in terms of discussing with you guys. I mean, there have been some, some visitors locked in, nobody really like super significant or super, uh, you know, timely as far as like a a commitment's going to happen in the next few days or week or whatever. But uh, the one thing that really popped out to me this past week was an updated ranking for the prospects in the 24 class uh, by the folks over at on three. So that's the Wolverine.com. If you're familiar with the work that they put up over there. So, you know, that we all go here on maize and brew and our podcast for, uh, you know, recruiting and all of our articles for recruiting based on the 24 seven sports composite. Well, these rankings played a role in the prospects rankings on that 24-7 sports composite. So we'll kind of tie it all together. But uh, let's just start with the committed players in Michigan's 2024 class when it comes to these updated rankings. And let's just start right at the top with who on three has as Michigan's highest ranked committed player. And that is four-star uh, kind of do-it-all defender, Mason Curtis. He was number 143, jumped up 15 spots, and is now number 128 overall, according to On3's personal rankings. So uh, as a uh, Swiss Army knife, so to speak, he is uh, he's all of 6'4", uh, 200 pounds. He's from Nashville, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, he's being recruited. It says that he's a linebacker, but he could also play edge. He could play in the defensive backfield, too. So it's not really clear where exactly he's going to play in Michigan's defense when he gets to campus. But uh, the folks over at On3, John, they really like what Mason Curtis has to bring to the table and uh, is certainly a rising prospect on their recruiting services there. So uh, I was kind of a little surprised to see that he was the one that took 
uh, a big jump, and he is the highest-ranked prospect uh, committed to Michigan, according to On3. I, I probably wouldn't have it quite that way, uh, but that's just what they have as of right now. What are your thoughts on him moving up 15 spots and being Michigan's top-ranked player, according to On3? Yeah, I think um, Jacob Bowden is usually considered the top guy in Michigan's class right now, but it does speak a little bit to the depth that Michigan can build in this class so far. Like a lot of their top three guys are all pretty similarly ranked in that 100 to 200 range right now. So they don't have like those top elite players that they're still trying to land. Um, But this is a really good, um, you know, middle part of the class right now. And so um, I think it's good that they have, you know, multiple guys that could be considered at the top right now. Um, And so we'll see how uh, he develops. Uh, like you said, his position's not really set in stone right now, so I think he has a pretty high ceiling um, if he can unlock his potential as a, a edge rusher for sure because um, we know that you know edge rushers are typically get ranked pretty highly in these um, industry rankings and stuff, especially if they're reflecting the NFL draft or something like that. So um, he definitely has a lot of potential and excited to see where he ends up. Yeah, certainly a lot of potential indeed. And as far as his composite ranking goes, he was number 209 on 24-7's composite with this update. Very, very slight boost in the rankings. He's now 208, so he moved up one spot on the composite. He is the third highest ranked player on the 24-7 sports composite for Michigan. Let's get to the highest ranked prospect on the 24-7 sports composite for Michigan. And you alluded to him. It's Jacob Oden. Uh, He moved up quite a bit. He moved up 49 spots overall on on On3's rankings. He was 247. Now he sneaks into the top 200. He is number 198 overall. And he has been performing very well on the camp circuit. I've paid attention to the the recruiting work that uh, EJ Holland has put out for On3, thewolverine.com. And uh, he had a pretty good uh, analysis of him recently. So if you want to go look at that, um, go ahead and go over to on3thewolverine.com and check out all of that. You can also go to EJ's Twitter page where he posted a lot of uh, really good videos and highlights of Odin uh, from a recent uh, uh, camp circuit. And he looked he looked the part. He played safety for the most part, so he didn't really participate at the cornerback position or at the nickelback position or anything like that. But uh, as far as his uh, his ceiling goes and his floor, I would say that he uh, I agree with what EJ says, too, because he he says that Jacob Oden is he has a very high floor as far as prospect goes. So. I, I, I really like Jacob Oden. I think he is a really solid prospect to have in Michigan's class. And uh, the 24-7 sports composite reflects that. He is now 144 overall on the composite, bumping him up from uh, his previous ranking of 168. So he moved up uh, quite a bit on the composite. So, uh, John, take me through what you think of this. And do you agree or disagree with where on three has him now uh, slotted in the top 200. I think that's a very safe place to put Odin as a uh, very safe take for the Wolverines in this 24 class. I really like him as a prospect in the defensive backfield for Michigan. Yeah, I think it's a fair rating for sure. I think Odin could be someone that is a uh, very uh, ranked very well on the composite, but um, gets kind of could be kind of forgotten in the rankings. Um, as you know, the cycle goes on. Um, he's 
you know, committed to Michigan early. He's a legacy. He was always kind of considered to end up in Michigan's class. So he could be someone that the fans kind of don't notice. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we have a top 200, you know, defensive back in the class, too, that um, should be a really good contributor. He does really well in the circuits and camps and all that stuff. So um, he's really good, positive addition. He's been a really good leader for the class so far um, as the the local guy. So I think he's a great addition. Um, and he'll be just, you know, really solid in the rankings throughout this whole process, barring something crazy happening. Yeah, really highly regarded defensive back. Also recruiting a few other defensive backs in this 24 class for Michigan. So really important to get him locked in early on, uh, not only just because he is highly regarded uh, from the recruiting rankings aspect of things, but also going after guys like Bryce West, who he's very, uh, very familiar with and, and close friends with is what it sounds like and seems like from social media and all that stuff. He visited with uh, Bryce West uh, for an unofficial visit uh, before he had committed to Michigan. So uh, a really good uh, effort on his part and a really good prospect overall. So let's shift to another prospect who uh, really made a, a jump in the rankings as well uh, from the commit uh, Hogan Hansen, four-star tight end. Um, I, I believe this was the largest leap of any of Michigan's commits. He was a three-star before the rankings update. Now he is number 176 overall, according to on three. And, uh, that really boosted up his 24 seven sports composite ranking as well. Uh, he was 275 overall, uh, and then this ranking update happened and now he is 184 overall on the composite so uh nearly a boost of 100 spots just on the composite alone so this really helped his his uh rankings update uh not only with on three but also the composite on 24 7 sports so because of that he's now the second highest rated player committed to michigan in this 24 class and i i just really i like him as a prospect as well i i don't know if it was really worth uh boosting him up that high. I don't know how how much higher he can really go. I think he's a solid prospect, don't get me wrong, but uh 184 is is pretty dang high, John. I I do like him like I said a, as a tight end prospect in this class, but uh to to have him go up that high, I just did not see that jump happening whatsoever. But on three really likes him. And uh let's just take a quick peek at what 24-7's personal rankings has him as. They got him at 121 overall uh with on their personal rankings. So the composite still a little lower uh compared to 24-7's rankings and compared to uh on three's rankings. So John, do you think this is an appropriate spot for him to be now? Uh, given the uh, rankings update from on three, uh, boosting him up uh, nearly 100 spots on the composite. Yeah, I think you just look at Michigan's track record with tight ends and how successful they've been identifying and developing them that, you know, services just kind of trust um, what Michigan does at that position. So I'm not going to, I'm not that surprised that he gets bumped up that much. Um, I And it kind of seems like he could rise even more in the composite if, both 24-7 and on three have him ranked, you know, a little bit below or equal to where he's at there. I think the ESPN rivals rankings might be holding back a little bit. And once they get to theirs, um, we might even see him rise more. Yeah, we certainly could. I'd like to see a little bit more out of him uh, as far as just the overall, um, 
overall the tight end position. I mean, there's so much that goes into it with blocking and then the receiving aspect of it and route running. I, I want to see a little bit more out of him. Uh, but I do think that uh, he is certainly a rising prospect and the, the recruiting experts over at on three 24 seven, they really like where he's headed. Uh, so it's good to see that he uh, rose so many spots and uh, <laughs> the ne- I can't say the same thing about the next prospect because what I'm about to talk about is uh, it- it's pretty ludicrous to say the least. I just don't understand where this one came from. But uh, four-star offensive lineman uh, Luke Hamilton, who uh, famously committed to Michigan very shortly after their win over Ohio State this past November. He's a kid from Ohio, from the city of uh, Avon, and he dropped a ton on on threes rankings he was a four star now he is a three star and he dropped more than 70 spots in their personal rankings which I just I can't fathom why you would drop him so many spots and uh, EJ Holland even agrees he doesn't understand why the the recruiting ranking folks over at on three dropped him so many spots because it's not like he's really done a whole lot this offseason to (laughs) necessarily deserve that harsh of a drop. And I, I know that we'll talk about a few more harsh drops in uh, the the uh, targets uh, side of things when we move over to the targets here momentarily, John. But my goodness, I, I just I, I don't know what <laughs> what Luke Hamilton did to these uh, these recruiting experts uh, to to warrant such a far drop in the rankings. I, this one is uh uh, kind of mind blowing for me. I, I want to get your thoughts on this one. And uh, I, I certainly disagree with this ranking and I'm sure that you do as well, Johnny boy. Yeah, it's pretty baffling. I don't really know what he did this off season to deserve that drop off other than Ohio state, not liking him, I guess. Um, but it's just kind of weird to see that, you know, once he's committed, he's not really going to camps that much. I don't think or trying to raise his stock. So I'm not sure what, happened or they're just reviewing senior tape or whatever um but i don't think this changes michigan's thought of him at all and i think he's still a very quality uh addition here so um yeah i don't know what happens with these huge swings what new evidence they have um you know either way but uh just kind of disappointed to see that one of michigan's you know four stars losing that and dropping down to three star uh according to on three Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, he's still a composite four-star. He's number 287, but he dropped a lot on the composite, too, just because of on three dropping him 
all that way. And I think you put it best. It's just baffling that they dropped him that much. 70 plus spots is just, it's a crazy, crazy drop in the rankings for someone who did not warrant that whatsoever, in my opinion. And yeah, Michigan still really likes him. Michigan, um, yeah, there's a lot to like about him too. Not only is he, is he an Ohio kid uh, that is actively recruiting his Ohio peers to Michigan, uh, but he is a guy that Sharon Moore was on very early and very often before he committed to Michigan. And with back-to-back Joe Moore award-winning offensive lines, I think it's uh, it, it would be kind of foolish to not trust what Sharon Moore sees in an offensive lineman at this point. So uh, really, like you said, John, just baffling that he dropped that much in on threes ranking. So just a real quick one for uh, the final three commits in Michigan's class, Ted Hammond, uh, Manuel Beigel, and Zach Ludwig, uh, both on the defensive side of the ball with the first two being on the defensive line and Zach Ludwig being a linebacker. Uh, they are all three stars according to on threes rankings and the composite rankings certainly uh, moved a little bit because of that. So Ted Hammond, he was uh, I, I don't know exactly where he was at recruiting ranking wise. It doesn't necessarily show it uh, on his history, uh, but he did. It looks like he may have moved back a little bit. He's number 375 overall on the composite. He's still a four star, which that that's kind of surprising to me, too, that uh, number 375 is still considered a four-star prospect. I, I think we might see that change to a three-star at some point in the near future. I digress. Uh, Manuel Beigel, he is uh, still a three-star prospect. He is number 529 on the composite. And Zach Ludwig, who uh, is a very famous uh, at this point, notorious, uh, if you want to call it that, uh, commitment for Michigan at the linebacker position from Pennsylvania, uh, does not have a composite ranking just yet, but uh, he is a three-star on on three and is a three-star on 24-7 sports, so he will probably get a composite ranking at some point. I can't imagine it'd be very high, uh, but John, just your quick thoughts on these three players and uh, if you think these three guys deserve the uh, three-star ranking that uh, on three has for them at this time. Yeah, I think their rankings for all three of these guys are fair. Um, Hammond seems to kind of be destined for that borderline of the three, four star range. And then Beagle is just kind of an unknown coming from um, overseas to play. You know, um, he's got a high ceiling, but still very raw. So I think that kind of impacts his ranking on um, how high it can go. And then, yeah, Ludwig was just kind of not considered a real Michigan caliber prospect and he went so long without even being um, known as a Michigan commit. I think that kind of speaks to his level of recruit. Um, I'm kind of surprised that his ranking was even that high by both services. So, um, you know, I guess it's nice to see that and boost the composite a little bit, but I don't think he'll be very highly ranked at all throughout the whole cycle. No, it's going to take a Herculean effort for him as a senior uh, to really boost up the rankings. I don't see him being a four-star in the future by any means. I think he's unranked right now in the composite three-star across the board uh, with on three and 24 seven. He'll probably get a composite ranking at some point, but I just don't see it being very high. I think he'll be one of the lowest ranked prospects, if not the lowest ranked prospect for Michigan uh, when it's all said and done in this 24 class. So we'll take a quick 
sponsor break on the other side here. We'll talk about the prospects that Michigan is going after uh, in this class and and what the rankings now look like for them. Uh, But let's talk about Manscaped and home field apparel. Manscaped, uh, they are back at it again with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Uh, really revolutionizing men's grooming uh, with the Beard Hedger. It's cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel. You get 20 hair cutting lengths all in one guard, guys, so you don't have to uh, have these messy drawers anymore where you're constantly trying to find uh, number three or number four or number five. You get it all in one freaking Beard Hedger. It is just all with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, guys. It's waterproof, uh, long-lasting battery. I mean, you get it all with the Beard Hedger hedger this cordless trimmer so join the five million men worldwide who trust manscape with all their grooming needs use promo code mnb20 and you'll get 20 percent off your order at manscaped.com and we would be remiss if we did not speak about home field apparel one of our newest sponsors here uh on future brew and if you're not familiar with them you really should be premium collegiate apparel brand based out of indianapolis really comfortable officially licensed gear and the cool thing is that the team over there, they study the history, traditions, and legacy of every school. And with all that information, they create thoughtful designs that tell the unique story of each university. They've got some brand new Michigan designs that you will not find anywhere else. You can try your damnedest. It won't happen. T-shirts, hoodies, crew necks, whatever you need to stay cozy and proudly represent the maize and blue wherever you are. Head over to homefieldapparel.com. Use our promo code MICHIGAN15 and you'll get 15 percent off your first order again that is the entire order not just one item so stock up while you can 15 percent off at homefieldapparel.com with the promo code michigan 15 all right johnny boy let's uh let's let's turn our attention to some of the prospects that michigan is in on in this 24 class when it pertains to these updated rankings from on three and how it kind of reflects their composite ranking. And let's just start right at the top. The number one overall player, according to on three is five-star defensive lineman at the edge position, Dylan Stewart from friendship collegiate Academy based out of Washington, DC. He has been, Uh, one of Michigan's most sought after prospects in this 2024 cycle. And my goodness, I, I, I didn't expect him to be the number one overall recruit, but he jumped all the way up, uh, from 24. So he was already a highly regarded prospect when it comes to, uh, on threes recruiting rankings. And, uh, that certainly has, uh, 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 played a role in uh, the composite ranking as well. He is certainly one of the highest ranked uh, just across the board, whether it's 24-7 or on three. Uh, ESPN rivals, they all have him very highly ranked. And uh, Mike Elston, Jim Harbaugh, the Wolverines, uh, they think very highly of him as well. So, John, I, he's a really good prospect. I, I don't certainly know if he's number one overall in the class. I was kind of surprised to see him up there and see a guy like uh, Dylan Rayola, who is thought of as uh, the top-ranked quarterback. And uh, most of the time when you have a top-ranked QB, uh, he ends up being the number one overall player. But Dylan Rayola is number six on the updated rankings here. Uh, he was number one overall, but dropped five spots somehow. Um, so uh, just take me through your thoughts of Dylan Stewart being number one overall 
and uh, what you think Michigan's chances are of landing him because it appears that they may be uh, uh, receiving a visit from Dylan Stewart in the very near future. So it, it seems like uh, uh, positive vibes are being had with those in Ann Arbor, and hopefully that results in a commitment. It's it's always um, significant when a guy in that like top five group, I think, moves up to the number one spot. You know, there's not that much room for um, movement when you get up that high, but um, being slotted as number one overall is definitely a big deal. And uh, like you, I was surprised to see Rayola drop down to, to number six. You know, I could see moving him to number two or something, but going down that far is definitely a big deal. Um, but I think, you know, it speaks to Stewart's ability, um, what coaches and schools think of him. So um, he's definitely a big time pro- uh, prospect. He's not going to be an easy guy to pull. Um, you know, he wasn't before either, but now the number one, prospect and all that like you know um expectations and uh stuff that goes with it is definitely adds to it a little bit more so um I think it's good that Elston's developed a good relationship with him and everything so far and right now I think Michigan's just hoping to get one of those official visits yeah they definitely need one to stay in the race for Dylan Stewart so he's a five-star composite player he's number 28 overall on 24-7's composite 24-7's personal rankings, they have him as a four-star, number 125 overall. I, I'm curious if on three's update, putting him number one overall, ends up having an impact on what 24-7 sports thinks of Dylan Stewart. I would probably lean towards no, but I certainly wouldn't be surprised either if he ends up rising in the rankings anyways, just because he is an elite prospect with the Georgias and Alabamas of the world going after him as well as Michigan and some other really highly regarded programs uh, in the country. So, yeah, I mean, I would certainly expect uh, his recruiting ranking to certainly continue to rise across the board. And uh, we'll see if uh, Michigan is able to get one of those official visits like you allude to, John. It would just be uh, massive for the Wolverines to be able to bring him in on this unofficial visit that they're anticipating and then uh, even potentially get him back for an official. So that, that would really prove he's legitimately interested in the Wolverines. Now let's move over to an offensive lineman that I want to talk about, John, uh, in this 24 class. His name is Marquise Easley. He attends Kankakee High School, which may sound familiar to you. Well, that's because that's where Jair Hill, uh, the 2023 four-star defensive back that signed with Michigan, where he ended up uh, playing high school. So Marquise Easley, he was unranked before this update. Now he is number 186 overall, uh, according to on threes, uh, new personal rankings. And, uh, that certainly is going to play an impact in his composite score as well. He is a four star composite player and, uh, he moved up greatly. He was just a, uh, 90 overall rating on the composite. Now he's a 91.2, I guess, if you want to get really specific with the semantics. So number 259 overall on the composite and uh, 24 seven sports had uh, recently uh, within the last few weeks or month or so uh, rank him as a four-star prospect as well as a 90 overall. Uh, I I assume he's just going to continue to rise because the uh, suitors lining up for him Continues to grow by the day, it seems like. So he's got a Georgia offer, Alabama, Tennessee, uh, USC, Florida, Oregon, he or Oklahoma. I mean, the list is truly just, it, it, it keeps going on and on and on. And at 6'7", uh, uh, 
uh, 300 pounds, certainly looks to be one of the top rising offensive tackle prospects in this class. So uh, really nice to see him get uh, this rankings boost and boost up his composite score. And John, you just hope and pray that Jire Hill can help Michigan pull some strings and eventually land him uh, in this uh, 2024 class. It looks like he's got a couple official visits already scheduled for the summer. He's got one for Georgia the weekend of June 2nd, and then one for Tennessee the weekend of June 16th. So it really seems like this could be uh, an SEC battle with Michigan and some of these other schools wanting to go after him. Yeah, he always seemed like uh, someone where the ranking was kind of lagging behind his offer list. You know, he was unranked but had all these big-time SEC offers and Michigan was going after him and everything. So you kind of knew that he was going to um, get a good bump whenever the services next updated their rankings, and that came true here with on three. Um, so, yeah, I just hope that he's not too – enamored with those Southern schools. Um, having those visits scheduled already does kind of seem that he's leaning that way though. Um, but hopefully the relationships that Michigan has built with Kankakee um, over that last cycle, Jair Hill um, help them um, in this battle a little bit. Yeah, you certainly hope so. That would, I mean, there's no way that would hurt Michigan's uh, chances with him by any means. So hopefully they're able to get him on campus soon and and even lock in a, an official visit like he's done so with Georgia and Tennessee already. Um, John, it would be remiss of me if we didn't bring up Jaden Davis, the five-star quarterback uh, from uh, Providence Day in North Carolina. I really don't understand this one. And we were kind of talking a little bit yesterday uh, about this updated ranking. He somehow was number 67 uh, on, on threes rankings. Now he's number 105. So they don't even consider him uh, a top 100 player in this class whatsoever. Of course, the composite on 24-7 still has him as a five-star quarterback, five-star prospect, number 24 overall in the composite, number four overall at the quarterback position. And uh, 24-7's personal rankings has him as the number 15 overall player in this 24 class. So, man, I, I just... You know, this is another baffling one where I just look at it and I just don't understand what Jaden Davis has done uh, over the last few months or, you know, to end his uh, junior season at Providence Day. He had a really strong uh, junior season, and I assume that he's going to follow that up with another strong senior season as well. So this is really a head scratcher to me uh, how a uh, recruiting service like 24-7 has him as a five star and then this recruiting service on three doesn't even have him in the top 100. So this one is uh, uh, truly a true. <laughs> like I said, it's a head scratcher to me, John, what do you think about this update for Jane Davis? Yeah, it seems like the biggest concern that on three has now is his size. Um, you know, he's not as tall as a traditional big time QB prospect is. And um, that's really the only thing that I could point to for him not being, um, you know, a top 100 type player. You know, you may not think he's a five star, and they didn't before, but to drop him this low, I think, is kind of um out of the norm with the rest of the, what the rest of the industry thinks. Um, so it's kind of surprising there. You know, his productions there, all of his intangibles and stuff. I think all um point to a top 100 player at least. So it's kind of disappointing to see, but um, he's still Michigan's number one target overall. Um, you know, while he may not end up being, you know, number one or two quarterback 
I think he's still going to be a really quality player and someone that could um, bring a big boost to a quarterback room that'll need it once J.J. McCarthy leaves. Yeah, I agree. And, if, you know, when it comes to the height thing, I mean, it, it plays an impact on quarterback play. But when you got guys today like Kyler Murray, who won the Heisman Trophy, and Bryce Young, who won the Heisman Trophy, and, you know, Kyler was the number one overall player in the NFL draft. Bryce Young very well could be the number one overall player uh, taken in the NFL draft. And then you see a guy like Caleb Williams, who isn't really all that much taller. He's like six foot a half or six one. If you really want to get into the specifics of height, I mean, I'm not going to go full on nerd of like height, weight, like NFL combine stuff with this, but I mean, if they're really, really concerned about his height, they should have been concerned about it from the start because it's not like he's shrunk by any means. He's been the same height, uh, if not, it has grown over his a few years of being a, a varsity starter for Providence Day. I just, I mean, if this concern is just now being brought up, I, I don't understand why they didn't consider this sooner. So I don't know, man. I, I don't really necessarily agree with this one. I, I think it's kind of silly to drop him that far out of the top 100 just because he might be a little shorter than some of the other quarterbacks uh, in his class. So I, I just, again, it's another one that's a little baffling. And look, I, I understand you m- may want a, a specific height for uh, a specific position, but I just uh, I, I don't see it with uh, with Jaden Davis. I mean, if you're really going to get into it, uh, you should have done it a, a whole heck of a lot sooner and not uh, in February of 2023 when no football is being played. Just saying. Let's move on to another player who I, I found quite an interesting uh, rise in, or actually, you know what? Let's, let's talk about, let's lump these two together, John. Let's talk about Bryce West and Aaron Scott. Let's start with Bryce West, who is the five-star composite cornerback from Cleveland Uh, on three, had him as number 29 overall. Now he's dropped to number 81 overall. So again, I mean, this is a really, really big drop for someone who is highly sought after and someone that Ohio State is actively recruiting. So like like what you had mentioned earlier, John, with Luke Hamilton, uh, how Ohio State's not prioritizing him. So that may have played a role in his rankings drop. I know it was just all fun and games you saying that, but we can't we can't bring that one out for Bryce West uh, on this uh, recruiting drop here. And, uh, you know, just hanging on to being a top 100 prospect at this point uh, as an elite five star player on the composite. Uh, moving forward, though, let's let's move to Aaron Scott from Springfield, Ohio, at the cornerback position as well. Uh, he jumped from number sixty-five overall to number eleven, so he is a borderline five-star prospect on on three because uh, they only have the top ten players as five stars in uh, their personal ranking. So he is a fringe five-star uh, on their personal rankings, at really making a a big jump up uh, from 65 to 11. So uh, John, take me through your thoughts of these Ohio defensive backs and how polarizing uh, the rankings are differing now from Aaron Scott and uh, Bryce West, kind of another head scratching one here for me. I I personally think they're both really good prospects at their position. I just don't get why you drop Bryce West that far 
And then you're just like, okay, let's bring Aaron Scott all the way up to fringe top 10 and uh, essentially a five-star prospect. Again, I think they're both really nice players, but uh, I, I just don't, I, I'll, I would really have to speak with someone over at on three uh, about these guys, but uh, it's just really interesting. Yeah, I'll pull out my Ohio State conspiracy theory again and say that it's because uh, West is showing more interest to Michigan than Aaron Scott is. Um, But other than that, I don't really have a good answer for that. I think they still think highly of West. He's just, you know, he's still a top 100 guy, just maybe not in that five-star range. Um, But I think it's telling to pull Scott all the way up there um, with him. So, you know. Yeah, another baffling one for me. I mean, two prospects I like, but uh, 